Hello and welcome to 60MW. I'm Chris and this is a special bonus episode. So this past Saturday I was lucky enough and privileged enough to join my good friend Mr Alan Sanders on his Saturday morning radio show uh, called Waking Up With Alan. And uh, if you're interested in listening to his radio show, and I highly recommend that you do, he's on every Saturday and he starts at midday UK time or uh, 7am in US time, Atlanta, which is kind of where he's based, uh, in Georgia, in fact. And um, I've been listening to Alan now for over the past 12 months and he has accompanied me on my many runs on a Saturday and kept me... Um, entertained shall we say so and his show is a mixture of talking about the uh, the events of the week that have been going on in the, the US um, a lot of political stuff sometimes for about an hour or so a lot of local stuff that's been happening um, I mean I've looked at where his radio show is based in uh, on Google Maps um, just to see and, and it does feel like a real kind of community radio you've got people walking past while he's broadcasting it's it's really cool and uh, so this Saturday I was lucky enough to to join him and um we did it via Zoom and he um, put his video link up in front so I could see what he was doing. And again, you could see the people walking past. It was awesome, you know, and it's amazing. I, it always blows my mind a little bit to think that, you know, I'm here in the UK and I'm talking to um, my friend in America and it's going out to, you know, the people that is, listen to him. And it's just, it's awesome. And now um, I, I thought this would be a good opportunity to um, play the interview for you guys. Um, so what we did was we talked a little bit about, you know, I suppose what I've been up to for the past 12 months in terms of my running, where it all started. There's um, quite a bit of talk about um, you know positivity and how we stay positive and how we achieve our goals. And that then linked into the ABC Affording Ahead show. We talked a little bit about podcasting. Um, I mean, I, as I've say in the show in in the interview I was a bit nervous and you know considering I've been podcasting for probably about nine years now uh, it's been a while since I've been nervous <laughs> but I suppose there's a difference between you know recording something and uh, and being able to edit things out uh, and uh, as opposed to things happening live you know and you're up against the clock a little bit so it was good fun really really good fun so I just thought it'd be a good opportunity to share that interview with you uh, so I uh, hope you enjoy it thank you so much for for uh, listening I do appreciate it please go to 60mw.co.uk for all the other podcasts that we do and all of the other reviews and, and everything else uh, but uh here you go, here you go. Uh, with, without further ado here is my interview with Alan Sanders thank you bye bye extended bump there you know this album <laughs> came out in 1986 35 years ago metallica's master of puppets gets released this is the title track master of puppets from the name of the album and do you realize that the uh, library of congress has put this in the 
saved it, set it aside as culturally significant. It was voted and, and put in there as uh, considered one of the best metal albums of all time, an example of that m- form of music. And so it has been forever immortalized in the United States archives as a as culturally significant. Why do I know that? Because I do a little special show on a podcast across the pond with a guy that I'm bringing on with me right now, and we've been diving into the Metallica discography, but we're going to talk about a lot of other things as well. Let's welcome everybody to Waking Up With Alan. It is Chris Jellyman. Chris, good morning. Good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad you were able to join me, get your run in a little bit early, and then spend some time with me here on the radio. This is amazing. I must admit, you know, I've been listening to you every Saturday for the past 12 months or so, um, at least. You know, you can go to therapy for that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) well, you know, that's probably why I'm running just to sort of try and get away from it. But no, it's, uh, you know, so from listening to you to actually being on the radio with you, I must admit, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I've been podcasting for... probably nearly enough nine years and this is the first time i've felt nervous in a long time so but i'm feeling excited and ready excellent well you know what it's no different than podcasting it's just the recognition that rather than being able to say "Ooh, remember when i kind of screwed that up i get to go fix it before i release it you don't get that here (laughs) yeah and also i because i know that my mom and my wife and my children and a few friends are listening to me right now uh i think that just adds a little bit of pressure so hello to them just a hair okay well well, let's. I, I, I laid the the groundwork for why I wanted you on first and foremost because last week we had Susan Delmonico on our, our personal trainer that we bring the first Saturday of each month to talk about health and fitness, and we gave tips on how do you stay with your resolutions and what do you do to stay. You know, if you want to change those behaviors, especially if you feel like you want to be in a little bit better shape. I mean, if if COVID hasn't taught us to be in better shape, I don't know what it will take. You know, the the number of people that over you know could overcome it because they were younger and healthier versus those who were not. So, Chris, I want to ask you, about a, just a little over a year ago, you were kind of in that same position about not feeling like you were getting the exercise or the the focus on your own fitness that you wanted. Yeah, so um, it was probably towards the end of 2019, uh, which seems an awful long time ago now. And uh, it, it was I remember sending you a WhatsApp message, didn't I? And I was sort of moaning a little bit, you know, what do I do? And I feel a bit fed up. I'm not doing what I'd like to be doing. Uh, I'd like to do a bit more exercise. And uh, you just said, well, what's stopping you? <laughs> it's, as, it's as simple as that. And uh, so, you know, that that was the beginning of it, really. Uh, and then, if you like, kind of fast forward, uh, but I will go into a bit of detail, if you like, about sort of my, my journey and everything. But so fast forward uh, to running regularly uh, and then last year clocking up over a thousand miles uh, running, which I've never done before, you know, uh, to running my first half marathon in March. Um, and there was a reason for doing that as well. And then doing more half marathons throughout the year. And, uh, you know, it, it's not just the physical aspect of it that's beneficial, but obviously the mental aspect of it as well, which is really important for me. And I'm sure lots of other people that, um, you know, do fitness and, and health uh so yeah that's kind of where it was and you know that i suppose the catalyst for wanting to do it was doing something new i've never done a half marathon before so i wanted to push myself i wanted to challenge myself a little bit and um my best friend's dad passed away um he had vascular dementia so i wanted to do something i suppose to you know honor his memory a little bit so 
Never done this before either, so it was a lot of firsts for me. Set up like a Just Giving page, uh, which you um, contributed to. Thank you very much. Uh, and, uh, you know, hit my target, which was awesome. And it was just a nice way to remember him, but also to do something worthwhile and something for me as well, you know. And and again, one of the things that we'll talk about perhaps is that you you do... It's your, it's your responsibility to do things, you know. Somebody's not going to do it for you. But you, you do need help and support throughout the way. So on the day of the, the half marathon, I remember you were playing little bits of music to help keep me motivated, which was great, you know what I mean? So um, that's kind of where it all came from. And I think unless you are a, a mutant from the X-Men, nobody's going to go out and run a half marathon, you know, the, just, just because they think that that's what they want to do or a marathon or whatever, because that's my goal this year, because I've never done that before. You have to take things... So slowly and set little incremental goals to get to where you want to be. And a lot of people give up on their goals because they don't achieve success overnight. And that's that's the difficulty. That's where they sort of like just think, well, there's no point now. And so it's about setting those small incremental goals. So I didn't go out and run half marathon, you know, when I decided to do it. It was like, okay, I'm going to run a mile. I'm going to run two miles. I'm going to run three and so on and so on. And then, you know, once you've achieved those little goals, that then gives you confidence, which then helps to boost yourself, your self-esteem, because then you realise, well, actually, I can do this. And through those dark times when it's difficult, when it's hard, and you do have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, there's there's no getting around that. It's about making sure that you are motivated and then you can look back at those successes and think you know what i can do this and uh so that kind of helps to push you through and then so doing the half marathon i thought god i'm never going to be able to do that <laughs> you know what i mean right and then so last year thinking i don't think i'd ever be able to do a marathon well actually that's my goal this year so this march that's my my target and um and that's what i want to do and again those big goals will come but you have to build up to them and i think that's really important you've talked about that before well let's let's go back a little bit into because yeah you and i did chat late 2019 and you made i would think of it as because i mean a year went by in the blink of an eye for me it seems you made a huge change but it didn't happen overnight which is what you already said but let's let's focus on that piece what did you decide you were going to do as step one and how did you decide how to slowly make those incremental changes and then maybe talk a little bit about which i think is cool in the era we live in there's so many cool apps that now you can put out there and not only look back at your history but you can share it and you can also challenge others so talk a little bit about how that maybe helped as your sort of motivation into getting into more uh, more physically fit and running yeah, I think, um, I mean, we may talk about this shortly, but I listen to a lot of, uh, you know, a positivity show, but we, I listen to a lot of um, self-help books and things like that, you know, because obviously I'm running a lot, so I get time to do that. Um, so one of the ones I've been listening to more recently is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I don't know if you've listened to these or heard of them. Um, book by Tyson Fury, um, which, you know, he's had his own problems. Uh, but book by David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. You know, they're all really inspirational in their own way. But the, the core thing is they all pretty much say the same thing. And it is you have to take 100% responsibility for you, you and your own actions and your past, your present, your future, you know, we've all had rough pasts, you know, we've all had things that have happened to us. It's about acknowledging that 
and dealing with it, either letting it go or being able, uh, being able to deal with it. And then also, like I said, setting those goals. So there are lots of running apps and I, you know, I've slowly gained a, a sort of few running people, friends that I know either through Twitter or through the podcast that we do. And then you can set yourself up goals and challenges and you can encourage each other as well. One of the things I did in September, again, because I never did it because, you know, uh, why not, um, was to run 10 kilometers a day, which is about six miles, uh, you know, for 30 days. And again, it's about that sort of motivation to get out the door. And that is the toughest thing a lot of the time is actually getting out the door. That, that first uh, step. Yeah. And, and I mean, my daughter signed up to uh, cross country last year and, um, you know, it was, she's eight years old and, um, you know, she, which is great. I'm, I'm really pleased that she did that. So, but I think she just expected to turn up and it would just be easy. You know what I mean? Um, so actually I said, because, you know, I like running, let's go out and do a bit of running. So don't get me wrong. I wasn't flogging her. Uh, <laughs> so we were running down a dark country lane. I hadn't got a whip behind her or anything like that. I was like, come on, faster. Yo, uh, get on, me all go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, or I won't feed you when you get home. Uh, you know, <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. But you do have to, I think with kids, you know, you do have to encourage them and also, I say be hard on them, but kind of just be realistic with them that, you know, you can't just turn up to stuff and expect to be amazing. Um, even people who are amazingly talented still have to work really hard at what they get and what they do. So, yeah, as parents, a- I think I've said this before, don't let your kids give up easy. That doesn't mean that you force them into something that they hate or, or or maybe turn it against to where a love of something turns into hate because you push them too hard. But it's also human nature. You want to give up when things are a little challenging. One of the things we did as parents is we said, if you're signing up for a sport, you're at least finishing the season because you're committing to a team and a coach, whether it's an individual run, they all ran cross country or soccer or basketball or gymnastics. If you're going to commit... You're at least committed for the season. So think about it because you say you want this, but we're not going to let you just the first time you have a bad game or the first time somebody, you know, boos at you from the sideline and you decide you want to quit. No, that's not that we're not going to let you in the easy out either. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing is, I mean, obviously she realized quite quickly that it wasn't easy, you know, running a mile, running two miles. And so it was a case of saying, well, look, the running yeah, okay, it's physically a bit tough because you're doing something different. But the most, and I learned this, you know, so I'm always learning. The, the most important thing I learned, and hopefully that she's learned, is it's not the running that's difficult, it's getting out the door. And that's the thing, it's getting out the front door. And, you know, one of the things that, I, you know, I learned a, a while ago um, was, I've told you this recently when we did our um, ABC affording head show. The analogy of the two planes, two magical planes, no, you know, they've got unlimited fuel. They're both going in the same direction, same speed. There's nothing different about these planes. One of them decides one day, I'm a bit bored of this. I'm in a comfort zone. It's easy. It's comfortable. Yeah, it's fine. But I'm just going to go one degree, sort of slightly, you know, different direction. Now, within an hour, there's not going to be much change. Within a week, not, not much change. Within a month, you're starting to see gradual little changes here. And, they, you know, and then within six months and 12 months, you are so far away from where you were. And I think that's the thing, my, you know, looking at the running and the analogy for that is that if I had set my goal to run a thousand miles by the end of uh, the year, 
I possibly would have given up because it's almost like it's too big. Do you know what right. I mean? It, yeah, um, it's too much to take uh, in at once. Yeah. A friend challenged me to run 700 kilometers for the year, which I did that by, I think, August. And then my then my goal after that was to run a thousand miles because I'd kind of done the, the, the smaller one, although 700 kilometers is still quite a lot. But I'd sort of, I'd, I'd done that. Well, then was, the next thing after that was, well, what's how far can i take this do you know what i mean so this year is going to be even sort of i suppose bigger and better in terms of distance you know running marathon for the first time uh you know and pushing myself even more and i think that's that's what it, it's all about really do you know what i mean pushing yourself yeah no we're up against a break but i want to i want to kind of end that little piece here with this thought you look back just like your analogy of the planes you probably didn't see a lot of change or a lot of motivational change or a lot of even behavioral change in yourself in the first couple of months. But here we are now talking about what was maybe 13, 14 months ago. And in that just over a year, look how far you've come. This has become something that is almost second nature to you now. It didn't happen in January of 2020, but by the middle of 2020, you had this as this is, I've got goals, I've got objectives, I like accomplishing them, I'm setting myself on a path to keep making that incremental change that here you are now going, yeah, marathon, no problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's not, you know, it, I'm not suggesting that people have to go out and, and do what I did, but you can look at this as, a, a, if you like, a, an analogy for anything in life, whether it's getting some kind of, you know, education, uh, reading a, a book, you know, every week or, or whatever it is, your thing that inspires you or gives you some passion, you know, gives you enjoyment uh, physically, mentally, you know, uh, spiritually, whatever. That's something that you should harness and you should hold on to. And then, like I said, people give up because they think, well, I, I can't run, uh, you know, a thousand miles. Um, you know what I mean? But if you stick with something and if you keep working at it, and like I said, if you've got that support from people, then it will come. And I think that's the thing. But, you know, sometimes people give up because they just don't see where they're going to be you know, right. uh, where they'd like to be. And that's why those little incremental, like set up little tiny goals, little challenges that, that are measurable and achievable. What we talked about last weekend, what Susan brought up as well as our personal trainer. It's great to say I want to lose 50 pounds, but that's a lot all at once. But if I say I want to lose five pounds by the end of the month, that's a lot closer and easier to track, and you start feeling like you're making those little successes. And it's really about the little incremental steps. Folks, we're here with Chris Jellyman from the UK. we got to take a break. We've got more. I want to talk about another passion of his. It was actually a passion prior to the exercise and running and getting into the fitness craze. And, and, and not, I don't want to say craze in a bad way. Uh, making it a priority, really, in his life. Because, you know, you only get one life, and you, why not be as healthy and have as long with it as you can so that way you can experience as much as possible. We'll talk about a... Uh, another passion, the podcasting passion, when we come back. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Welcome back. Hey, you want some motivational running music? You put something like that on, you just start deciding to pick up your step. Some of you folks that are a little bit older are probably saying yes to run away from it. But <laughs> I will tell you, my uh, my girls, when they were getting into soccer and we were going through all of the, uh, the motivational techniques to run or to stay focused or do the things to train for the game, 
I said, you know, putting the headphones on and putting some good inspirational music, whatever works for you, is a great way to help maybe take your mind off of, quote, the pain of running while you continue to train. Welcoming back, Chris Jellyman. We, uh, I picked Metallica for that very reason. Uh, not only is it motivational for him as well, the two of us have been working on uh, a, a side project within the podcast world of 60MW. The 60MW is the brand of a podcast from the UK, but there's really like nine or ten different shows underneath that brand. So it's almost like saying, hey, what's on CBS tonight? Well, you've got uh, Home Improvement, you've got Frasier, you've got you know, whatever. Um, you can tell where my brain is already thinking back in the late 80s, early 90s. But it's kind of the same way. There's one overall podcast, but multiple shows. Chris, we are talking about Metallica, you and I, because we both discovered we have almost identical stories and yet you were lived in the UK I was in the in the United States and we both fell, fell in love with Metallica almost the same way yeah and and that's what I love about doing podcasting I mean I've, like I said I've been podcasting now for nearly nine years which is kind of crazy uh, and uh, you know it, it's it's one of those things and about doing this today uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier on about pushing yourselves into doing things that you don't you would have feel, felt uncomfortable with doing is when I was asked to do it originally, I thought, I don't know if I can do this. I've never done a podcast before, but then I did it and it's nine years. <laughs> that was nine years ago. And now it's like, well, you asked me the other day, do you want to come on the show? I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know, but now I'm here and it's great. But anyway, yeah, the Metallica show is, is something that um, we talked about because over WhatsApp, we, uh, I think the last time I came onto your show was actually to talk a few minutes about we'd just done the Ride Lightning podcast. I think it had been released, hadn't it, on that day, which was awesome. And um, going through the sort of discography of Metallica um, has been really eye opening for me as well, because you tend to come in with a lot of the facts and information about uh, Metallica and the band and where they're at at that particular time in their lives. And we just chat about the, the album, don't we? You know, track by track, which we like, which we. N- not necessarily uh, like as much as the others. What are our top three songs that we'd end up playing? Um, and then, you know, so, and one of the things that I've enjoyed about doing that is, again, doing podcasts is one thing because you just turn up and talk, don't you? Um, but editing as well, I've really gotten into that and enjoyed doing that because um, I'm taking real care and attention with the the Metallica ones. Um, and, and because I feel that they are quite special to me and I know that they are to you uh, because we're talking about something that we love doing. And I think that's the thing going back again to what we were talking about is that, you know, it, if it doesn't matter what you love, if you enjoy talking about it and if, if then anybody could do a podcast anybody can talk about if, if you love something it doesn't matter what it is then um wh- why not share that with other people and then you'll find an audience because yeah. i'm sure there are other people that love that too you know Right. And, you know, you never know what passions you'll discover if you always stay in your safe zone. Uh, My wife and I were talking about how we discovered kayaking as sort of an accident. I interviewed somebody who was opening a kayak business on the Etowah River and said, hey, why don't you and the wife and the kids come out? I'll get you a deal just to give it a try if you've never done it. We fell so in love with it. We all, we both own our own kayaks. We spend so much time on the water when the when the when the weather is nice. You got to get out of your your comfort zone from time to time. Yeah. Um, again, one of the other shows that we do is the ABC Affording Head with um, Ben, who joins us, Ben Ford, and it's kind of named after him a little bit because it was his idea, which again is a new show that we started, which I, I love doing because it, it does talk a lot about positivity and um, the world needs that right now. You yes. Know, I think. Yes. Uh, well, I, what I know, love the, about the show and the and the culmination of you, Ben, and myself 
it's not just three different voices and three you know guys it's about how so many of our problems that we all face are are universal we all have challenges and we're just sort of talking about how we overcame them and developed the ability to stay mentally tough through adversity because life is going to hit you from time to time with things that you're not expecting yeah and and i've got um it's from rocky balboa i've got a quote on my wall which i I look at every day you know when i'm sitting in my little man cave which uh, i am right now and uh you know it's that famous quote where you know it's uh, it ain't about how hard you can hit it's about how much you can take and keep moving forward the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows it's a very mean and nasty place and i don't care how tough you are it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it you me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life but it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how winning is done now if you know what you're worth now go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you because life is going to keep hitting you and it's going to keep throwing curveballs at you to use another sports analogy and, and other things like that. And and so and none of us, you, I and or Ben, we don't profess to have all the answers. We, we don't. And we're still learning. And But I think that we have all been through difficult times in our lives. And it's about sharing that information. Um, not not so that people avoid going through difficult times in their lives because i think sometimes you do need to go through them to to learn and to develop and appreciate the things that you do have um i think it, you know it, it's about sharing those stories to to sort of let people know that they're not on their own and right. there are ways to get over them and one of the biggest things that i learned a few years ago because i you know it's been relatively um recently i guess within the last 10 years that i understood what self-esteem was you know and what uh, about how you develop your own confidence and and how you can build up that and all those different things and that's what i've said about the you know listening to self-help books um and one of the things i learned many years ago was uh, a little formula uh, which i still look at today which is E plus R equals O, which is an event happens and usually out of your control. Let's say, you know, a a car hits your car or something like that. Um, And then your response will then have an, and your outcome. So if you if you look, you know, you tackle the situation in a positive way, you're more, more likely to have a positive outcome. If you tackle it in a negative way, like for example, you get into a fight with the other driver, there's only negative things that are going <laughs> to come from that. But you can take that into any aspect of your life. You know what I mean? So yep. there's lots of little things like that. So uh, yeah. Chris, we are unfortunately, and we know this from the podcast, where there is no clock. The one thing about radio, there is a hard stop. And unfortunately, we have reached it. So I'm going to have to have you back sometime later this year to continue the conversation. Real quick, I know you're good at this. Someone who wants to listen to some of the shows, including the ABC's Affording Head and all the other offerings, tell us very, very quickly about 60MW. you got 10, 15 seconds. Okay, go to 60mw.co.uk, has all the podcasts there. Click on the podcast link, it'll have a drop down box. Go to them, there's so many. Um, I just want to say thank you to you. Uh, it's always great listening to you, to your listeners. Love to them. Uh, to you know, just it's been brilliant. So, thank you so much. I've loved being here today. Chris Jellyman from the UK, thank you so much for sharing your inspirational story. And uh, keep on running, keep on podcasting, and talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you.